0: I think uh, an epidemic, either naturally caused or intentionally caused, is the most likely thing to cause, say ten million excess deaths, uh, and that it 's pretty surprising how little preparedness there is for it now it 's tricky because this is a global problem, so you know how do countries work together, which countries should put up what resources uh, and you know every aspect of it the The resources to go engage in the the affected countries, the allocation decisions. As we've seen various flu scares come along, uh, we haven't had a, a super good response. Everybody, what is going on? It is the Infinite Fringe on Truth Frequency Radio, on iHeartRadio, on HackerHameen.PodBeam.com, on the InfiniteFringe.PodBeam.com, anywhere you find, find podcast. How is everything? I hope everybody's doing well out there. Wherever you are worldwide, it seems as if most of the developed world is on lockdown at this point, some sort of it, and even in other places, and it seems like tyranny has really, really taken hold. I, I see some footage in, uh, in, in the Philippines of people getting beat on the street by the police. You know, it, it's, it's really getting crazy in some of these places, and I hope you're not there. And if you are, please stay strong and uh, stay positive. We're going to get through this. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. God bless you. I have a very, very, very good friend on that I haven't spoken to in a very long time, all my fault. And I am sorry, I want to apologize to the audience for uh, for not following through on this uh, for uh, an extended period of time. But I'm going to see that that changes. The uh, mighty Ole Demogart is here with me. My brother from another mother, Ole, man, I am so happy to see you. And I told you that before we went on the air. Because, uh, you know, you were uh, instrumental early on in what we were doing here on the Infinite Fringe. And you've always been a supporter of mine and you've always you know led me in the right direction and i appreciate you you know i appreciate you very very much and i'm happy to see you in the flesh well you know virtually (laughs) and i'm happy i'm happy you're doing okay because you're over in spain and we'll talk a little bit about that but before we do that say hello to the audience here at the Infinite fringe
1: hello audience how are
0: thou They, they are well I'm assuming I, hope so. I feel it in my in my spirit that they're doing well only it's been a bit and um, I want to catch up with you I want to see what's going on and uh, you know a lot's changed since the last time you and I spoke uh, and um, the world has become a different place but everybody has different takes on it you know and uh, I am very interested in getting yours and knowing what it is you feel about everything that 's going down now, I do want to talk about Spain. Spain is from what we 've been told here on complete total lockdown from uh, top to bottom the entire country i don 't know what that looks like on the inside there they've i 've read that there are some areas of the country that are locked down within lockdowns, meaning they 're quarantined pretty much to the rest of the country, which was that what was going to happen here in new york and jersey and connecticut that was on the table last week publicly and um it didn't happen thank the lord but uh it's still on the table it's not like this is impossible new york has taken over um i think we have almost as many cases as spain does just new york which is nuts you know um i think uh, they, they flew over here and just dumped coronavirus on everybody in new york city i know so many people that that have it um it's insane But uh, we're all getting through it. We're all uh, pushing forward and trying to figure out what the hell this all means. Ole, man, give us a little bit of perspective. What do you got going on?
1: Well, I would say that a very good question is whatever
0: you are being fed, the
1: question you should ask yourself, is it true? Is it true? Just because you read it somewhere or um, I'm hearing a bit of an echo in my voice here, but... We are at a time, I think, unprecedented, which can be really, really bad or really, really good because this uh, population on this earth, be it round or flat or whatever it is, have never been able to agree on anything on a total scale. And here, suddenly, Mother Earth has come to a full stop and everybody has stopped poisoning her, has stopped uh, messing with her. She's finally getting a chance to breathe in and breathe out and clean herself. So in one way, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is how did it how did it happen? Then you have option two is absolute total um, fascism has come. The new world order, full spectrum attack on all different levels. It's thank you and goodbye over and out. uh, um, The future darker than you can ever imagine. Option three we are very close to a global reset where the finance system uh, will be shut down for about 10 days or at least a week. The Internet will be shut down for a week. And after that, there will be a global reset where a new finance will come to life based on gold and will have broken the back of the beast and happy days where also duality ends and we come into a more a oneness of all. So option one, two, three, who knows? I have never, ever been in a situation where, I mean, I get intel from all over the world. Everybody's confused. Nobody that I speak to know for sure what's going on. And uh, I can tell you one thing that I know for sure is the numbers we're being told absolute 100% lies. The numbers are so not true. I know that so much of what we're being fed through mainstream media with all of this footage and so on, absolutely not true. Uh, I, I'm going to come back. If it's okay with you, Billy, I would like to take you on a little trip back in time, a few months back. Go right ahead. And then go through some, because I think this situation could have been much, much worse had it not been for a divine in, invention, uh, not invention, intervention. A few few months ago, I mean, I've been doing this for many, many years, uh, trying to expose and stop false flag operations, uh, false flag terror attacks. It's come to a point where my my last name has become a verb. Some people have created a verb out of it. Uh, So to hashtag Damagard or hashtag Damagard is to predict and stop uh, future planned terror attacks. So I feel very good about that. Anyway, I think I'm up to 19 now that I predicted very pre- precisely up to two months before they actually happen on international radio. Incredible. So so I, I have become, I believe, a bit of a boil in the butt for the, the dark forces. If I've done um, my best and I, I, with my track record, I do not think I'm very popular, which is great. I think it's wonderful because every single time we manage to stop one of these operations, uh, I have from CIA insiders that uh, when you mess with the timeline, there's so much connected in their, these operations. You know that an, an alleged terror attack in Paris can uh, involve uh, different actions toward the Ukraine or Syria or, do you know, like when when the alleged truck attack happened in Stockholm, there were uh, police were running around with gas masks afterwards, even though it was a beer truck that is said to have uh, run down some people in the street. Why were they running around with, with gas masks? Yeah, it, because it was right at the time when NATO wanted to attack Syria, where Syrians were, were, were being attacked, no, sorry, accused of uh, having uh, created a lot of, of uh, gas attacks on their own population. Uh, that are, is uh, now it's come come out in total that is absolutely not true. But NATO was really trying to push towards that we would stand and applaud their attacks on Syria on, to- on a totally innocent uh, nation. So th- there are many of these psyops that works together. So once we mess them up one by one it can delay the, the bigger plan massively. So that's what I've been trying to do. And a few months ago, I was on tour. I've been, I'm i a one-man band with a small little t- wonderful team around me, but I am doing everything I can. So I've been to like 15 countries touring. I've been giving almost between 500 and 1,000 interviews, trying to show the methods that are being used, so that the more of us that knows it, the more efficient we can stop them. And um, I was in tour in Scandinavia, and I was focusing very much on the alleged uh, terror attack in Stockholm 2017, where it said that there was this beer truck that was being hijacked by a ISIS supporter. He, he hijacked it, jumped into it, drove down a pedestrian street, killed five people, and then crashed it right into a, a major a mall down there. So, if true, horrible, but the more I looked into it and I dig dig really deep, it became very clear after uh, a while that this was, yet again, a state-sponsored terror attack from the enemy within, where these forces, we're talking um, NATO-coordinated attacks on populations to freak country by country out so that we will accept more and more surveillance so cameras, militarized police, the cameras in the street, digital ID, all this kind of crap, New World or old thing. Without these alleged attacks or mass shootings, we would never ever accept it. Because why would we? But now it's for our protection. Absolute. BS and a hyphen afterwards. or oh, exclamation mark. <laughs> so anyway, there were this there's this man. His name is Ola Slettenmark, and he is the uh, co- uh, chief coordinator and chief of the security. Um, he's the chief security org- organizer of something called Samverkan, which means Cooperation Stockholm. And he's the key person who's sitting in between government, the secret police, the military, uh, the police, the fire brigades, the ambulance, uh, all of these different organizations. Uh, Organizations that, if there is a disaster of any kind, should be activated and then act. You know, so great if they do their job. But this man Ulla Slettenmark, and I'm sure he, I've been pumping out his name all over the place. Anyway, he uh, some months after this alleged uh, truck attack, he did like a TED talk in an outskirts of, of Stockholm in front of people from this uh, community or inside the government. I do not think that that, was, that talk was meant to be spread out into people like myself, but it was filmed. It's very nice. You know, it's like just like a TED talk. He's walking around, and the lecture he's giving is, the name of it is The Drill That Became Reality. And you and I, Billy Gray, have many times talked about force flag operations. And one of the things that are key in these operations is the drill? The drill is there so that they can prepare, rehearse, get vehicles in position, um, smoke bombs in position, crisis actors, catering, all of these things in position. You know, so the drill is a dead giveaway of a possible attack. That is one of the things I'm always looking for. So he, in this presentation, he walks around very big headed, you know, quite arrogant, and talks about what happened this day. And in it, he describes in great detail with a PowerPoint presentation that one minute before the attack happened, he raised the tail threat level with a mass email to all of the key people one minute before the attack happened. Now, how, oh, how, oh, how is that possible if you are not involved It's the best smoking gun I've ever seen, you know, and he and he he continues at that time when he goes out with this mass email that activates the whole operation. Nobody knew even it was one minute before the truck is said to have started killing people. It was also at a time where it could have been a heart attack, you know, a truck driver, a drunk truck driver, an epileptic uh, seizure, you know, nobody knew. But it was a terror attack from the minute before it even happened. Very, very, I mean, you have to give it to them. They must be either extremely efficient to be able to be one minute before something actually happened, or it's absolute baloney, and they are the ones actually carrying it out. So uh, this is just one tiny little bit about this Ola Slettenmark and the whole operation, but that gave me a perfect segue into this whole operation because that also shows that everything we're being told through media is an absolute lie. I'm not saying that every single uh, journalist is lying. Absolutely not. They are just reporting what they're being fed from that little pointed uh, group, you know, this uh, concentration of power in Stockholm. But this guy, Ola Slettenmark, works internationally. And so... Um, because of this, I started tracking down Ola Slettermite because I felt if you want to see a real terrorist, that's what they look like. So I started uh, breathing down his neck and uh, was tracking him down. And I found his Twitter account, which was not very big. It had like 217 followers. But in it, there was Incredible information, and once again, I do not believe that was for us to see, it was just for that tiny little group of people in the know. So, the more I saw it, I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa my god! Because one of the things for what I could see where he was traveling, and he was traveling to many of these places where these alleged terror attacks took place. I also saw that he had recently this was in. Uh, the day I'm talking about was the 20th of October last year. And I saw that he had just tweeted just a few days before that they just celebrated their 500th meeting. That's 500 security meeting. That is a hell of a lot of meetings if it's just concerning Stockholm. Don't you agree? So he was um, also, he had been to Barcelona, Paris, Toronto, many of these places. This is where alleged terror attacks had happened. That's where he was. And he was invited to great dinners at embassies, you know, with golden letter invites and stuff. So one of the people, not in, absolutely not in the top, but quite high up in the operational part of these operations, I would say. He had proven his part in Stockholm. So that gave me a very good reason to at least suspect that he could be have been involved in other stuff. And so um, there was one tweet just the day before, and it came from Barcelona in Spain, where there was a more or less identical uh, van attack uh, in at Las Ramblas, another pedestrian street, but this time in Spain. And in it, he says, um, it's very emotional to be back here, back here. I would very much say, what? I, why are you emotional? Why are you back there? Possibly because... You could have been involved there as well, because this is why I've been able to predict so many of these operations, because it's the same team traveling around to it's always NATO countries or countries that are connected to a spy um, organization called Five Eyes, Eyes like E-Y-E-S, Eyes, Nine Eyes or Fourteen Eyes. Uh, which is uh, that were created after the Second World War. And these are nations that have secret agreements of intelligence exchange on different levels. So we don't see it on this surface, but it's going on underneath. And then we just see the result being played out in front of our eyes. So in in his tweet, I followed the tweet more and more and I started seeing like the more strange little things. And then uh, the day before, I saw this, he had made a tweet to his uh, fellow friends there saying, we have now agreed on 39 locations in five uh, NATO countries. Uh, The cities agreed upon is Manchester, London, Paris, Barcelona and Rotterdam. Uh, It will be the duration of 36 hours and the date will be October 23. So when you track down people like this, this, this would be I want to say it's like you learn the language, you learn the lingo. So it's just like if you're if you're tracking down drug dealers, if they start saying I'm uh, I want to buy two kilos of salad, you know it's not salad they're talking about, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that that is the lingo. So when they said we have now decided on 39 locations, coordinated, and the city, so I thought, whoa, what the. Heck? hell is this because it went it went under the name of operation sea eagle at least in sweden and if i'm correct and i i really believe that i am they had planned 39 coordinated attacks i'm going to come to corona later on you're going to see how this all time
0: you, ha- you have the floor do what you need to okay
1: so when i looked at the locations they were talking about they were talking about Greater Manchester, that's in England, and London. Both of these have had massive big alleged terror attacks. One of them, the, the Westminster Bridge attack, I predicted two months before it even happened on uh, uh, Sage of Quay radio in the US. Okay, so at this very date, these uh, the time of that was the big Brexit referendum about England wanted to leave the European Union. And the European Union, once you start tracking the background, you will see it's the same. It's the New World Order set up. The same families, the Rockefeller, all of these, are involved in that in the background. So this looks really good on the surface. It's very, very extremely criminal in the bottom. Super criminal. Not the people, every single people working there, but the organization as such. I stand for that. So anyway... So, um, I lost the thread now. So, 39 attacks.
0: Well, yeah.
1: England wanted to leave, which they've done now, leave the European Union. And if one country leaves an, uh, an organization like that, there's a big risk that many more will follow because many nations are very, very... Um, Not satisfied with their membership. Every single one, including Spain, when you entered the European Union, before entering, they said, if you don't come in to our hug, you know, we will embrace you. If you do not, you will starve. Okay, so every single country, as far as I know, that have entered into the European Union, the prices have skyrocketed. Like, it knocked us out here in Spain. I'm not Spanish, but we had just moved to Spain the year 2000, because it was so cheap, it was fantastic for us, you know. Like you going to Mexico, and suddenly overnight, the prices tripled, also doubled or tripled. You know, it it was disastrous for mm-hmm. Spain, and it took almost a uh, almost a year for Spain to regain its balance after that. And it's been the same with, I think, more or less all countries. And then a lot of money is being swindled away in Brussels, in the headquarters, and and the whole thing. Anyway, so so we were at a time where had England or this this was the time when if there was, for instance, a mass attack in Europe, that could have been a very good excuse if many of these attacks had been in Manchester and London to shut that country down and stop the referendum from Brexit. For security reasons. Very sorry. We cannot have more five of you in the same street at the same time. So for your security, it's always for our security and protection. We need to shut you down. Okay. That was, uh, uh, that was Manchester and London. The other cities we had uh, Paris, France, that's where they have a major problem with the yellow vest movement, where people are just giving the government the finger saying, we will not accept this. We will not accept it. And, Mainstream media does, does not report about what's actually going on. It's much bigger. I have from people living in France, it's much, much bigger than people believe. But there is another major problem for the new world order. So had it had this um, coordinated 39 attacks taken place, that would have been perfect um, reason also to shut down France. And in Paris and several other cities in in France, we've had more alleged terror attacks that I have been on location, also exposing. I've I've been on so many of these uh, places where these alleged terror attacks have happened, trying to really get a grip of what actually went down and then exposing it for what it was inside NATO-sponsored terror attacks connected to Gladio. So that was Paris. Then we have Barcelona, as I mentioned before. There had been a van attack in Barcelona, very similar to the one in in um, Stockholm. And in Barcelona, they have a major problem, the New World Order and the European Union, because uh, Catalonia, which is the part of the northeast of Spain, uh, is have been trying for years to free itself from Spain. Once again, um, a coordinated mass attack on Europe, would have been able to shut that down as well. So three major problems taken care of, boom, in one go. Also, uh, at the very same dates, there was in Sweden um, two major drills. Uh, these were uh, two power plants in Sweden. One water power plant, major one, in El Kolby up in the north, and then another one, a nuclear power point, uh, plant in Forsmark, a major, major one. And this Foschmark is also a power plant that has been suspected of getting, of selling or or smuggling out weaponized uranium. So, just imagine, 39 coordinated attacks all over Europe. Boom, 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 boom. Then you have two nuclear, or one nuclear power plant that goes up in smoke in, in Sweden, maybe with um, a toxic unit uh, like Chernobyl, that type of thing, or at least that we could be fed with the information that this has happened. So we all had to stay indoors, which will make it more even more easy for this martial law situation to take place. But then we had the fifth place, which was Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And I did not understand why Rotterdam. I had no idea. So I was contacted by a naval officer who told me, she said that Rotterdam is the mouth of Europe. That is where most of the food import comes in through. So if you knock out the port of Rotterdam, the harbor there, that is it. You, within a week or two, there would be famine in Europe. So here we suddenly have mass attack on Europe, 39 coordinated attacks, uh, a a, a nuclear power plant that is maybe leaking out like Chernobyl and also Rotterdam famine in Europe. Can you imagine the mayhem that that would be? So when I discovered that, I just, I felt sick to my stomach. I was just like, oh my God, what the hell? It felt like I just stumbled across a planned European 9-11 attack, that size or bigger. And I mean, how come that me of all people just stumble across? I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I feel divine, um, you know, somebody is just putting it on my plate because I don't know anyone else that would react because they wouldn't see what it was. So anyway, so what I felt was like I need to do something. And what I did was we had 48 hours. Uh, it was on the tw- the night between the 20th and the 21st. So what I did was this was four o'clock in the afternoon when I discovered this. So I had this incredible network globally with people like yourself, wonderful people that can act right away and are not afraid of doing it. So I did interviews from four in the afternoon to four a.m. in the morning. Do uh, you know, like just uh, five, 10 minute interview saying, please be aware, th- this is going to happen. This this might go down. This might go down. This is what I've come across. I don't know for sure, but please sh- spread it, spread it, spread it. If it's being planned, if we aim a spotlight at it, that's our chance to neutralize it. Totally nonviolent, it will be neutralized because they can only do it in the shadow. That's with the same with all crim- criminality, all of it. Anyway, so uh, within 24 hours, I checked some of the views, and it was there was more than, two, I think, 200,000 views in total on all of these uh, interviews. So a major spotlight being aimed at this operation. So another 24 hours went down, and we came to the 23rd, and I was like, oh, my, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And more or less, nothing happened. So which is interesting because where all of these 39 drills that they were talking about, they should have happened, but they didn't. Hmm. So there were some minor things uh, going around uh, the, the English canal, uh, the English channel uh, with a truck, with some Hmm. immigrants. They said 39 uh, immigrants had died there. They couldn't even agree on the nationality. They kept changing it. And then there were some things going on in Sweden as well. But otherwise than that, the whole of Europe was calm, so I thought, I don't know, who knows, but at least I did my best. Right. So anyway, I was uh, later that day. I was contacted by a freelance uh, journalist in, in Brussels. That's the capital of Belgium, and that is where the headquarters of NATO are. Where also I've been informed that in that very same building, Israeli Mossad have their own um, has their own office. That's pretty amazing. And also <laughs> you got the CIA, very, very dominant in that city. And NATO and the European Union. All of it sort of like dunk dun dunk dun dunk dun dun, dun dun You're right in the center. It's like right in the well, I could say anus of their operation. Right in it. <laughs> you cannot become more central. Brussels. Okay. So uh, this freelance journalist, he contacted me. He said that uh, I've been here now feeling for some time that something major is building up. He has military intelligence and, and different contacts in Brussels. And he said, all, we all been confused. We just felt something major is building up, but we don't know what. And then he said, then we saw your warning and suddenly everything fell into place. So he said, are you aware of what's going, uh, what is happening in Brussels right now? I said, I have no idea. He said, all uh, defense ministers from all the NATO countries have been called to an emergency meeting in Brussels right now while we speak. So instead of these 39 coordinated attacks, suddenly you have all the defense ministers of NATO at a, at a, a crisis meeting in Brussels. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. I I personally think that they're very much connected. Anyway, the day after, all Israeli embassies globally were shut down due to a strike, they say, because they wanted more pay, a better pay per hour. Really? <laughs> Do you think the staff of the Israeli embassies had been able, of Israel, of all countries, would be able to... Organize themselves globally so that all embassies would shut down at the very same time. I don't think so, but that's still. I mean, what are the chances? Exactly the timing here. Then you had there was an uh, an article published in a very high level um, website called VoltaireNet.org where prime ministers and presidents, they write them their own uh, articles. and I mean, it's very well respected. They had an article that on the day after saying NATO close to implosion, that NATO was about to fall apart. I, I tell you, I really believe that for some divine reason, I stumbled right into that the beehive, you know, and thanks to people like yourself that were very fast to react very, you know, and pump this information out, we managed to jam like a, a big steel rod straight into the gearbox of this death machine. Mm. So, also on the 25th, which was uh, still within this 36 hour um, duration that they were talking about, there was uh, Jens Stoltenberg, who is the former uh, uh, prime minister of Norway who is also very central, one of the key people in the alleged mass shooting on Utøya and the blowing up of the, of the Norwegian um, government building. He is one of the key people in the operation, the guilty one, I'm sorry, saying not one just in the outskirts, one of the key people in the operation, not a Norwegian operation. We're talking NATO, Mossad, CIA, all of them involved in this whole thing. Another one is Gro Harlem Brundtland, was also very central in that he she was the predecessor of him in Norway, and she is also the one of the architects of Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, which is exactly what we're seeing being played out right now. Right. Anyway, so Jens Stoltenberg, uh, who is uh, his whole career against NATO, and then after this mass shooting in Norway, suddenly he was his career was given to him and he became the chief of NATO. So that doesn't match up at all but suddenly he was uh, the head of NATO. And on the 25th of October, he went out and had a press conference where he, uh, it was just like a few minutes and he welcomed the, the press. He was speaking like this. <laughs> I was, they, he was terrified. He was terrified. So somehow this whole thing came to a massive halt. And I thought, thank God, maybe we managed to break the back of the beast, you know, because these, these forces have been terrorizing us for such a long time. And most people are not even aware of it. They, they think, Oh, it's beautiful. uh, You know, like defense mechanisms like NATO. Oh my God, maybe it used to be, but now it's a tool of terror, you know? And, and so, So, also, right after that, uh, I predicted, because there were signs of other attacks, I said uh, the next ones, if they're going to continue, it's going to be either in Amsterdam, Rotterdam, uh, or London. And the very next day, boom, in Amsterdam, no, I said Amsterdam or London, and the next day, it was Amsterdam, Rotterdam, and London. Go figure. I mean, they played out the whole thing. And and the one in London, oh, God, so bad. I mean, so low budget crap, but still terror, where they did it uh, outside of the Fishmongers Hall on the London Bridge, a very uh, old Freemasonic building. And guess who was at a meeting there three days before this attack happened? Ola Slettermark the guy from uh, the Stockholm terror attack.
0: Right.
1: A- anyway, and the guy, the it was fantastic. You know, this guy uh, stabbed a lot of people. They say he ran out. And then the police that was hiding, I've got photos of this SWAT team hiding about 100 feet down the road behind a wall. That's very good that they were hiding there with machine guns just waiting before it even happened. And then they managed to shoot him dead. And I've got film footage of him. The guy is being shot. He's lying down. But when he lies down, cold that day, he's got his jacket next to him. He just pulls it over himself, and then he dies. And then I've got footage also when some 10, 15 minutes later, he sits up, you know, is that a rap? That type of thing. I mean, crap, crap, crap. So why am I telling you this? I am telling you this because this was... On the 20th, and I discovered this, of October 2019, the operation was aimed to go down 23 and 24 October 23, and 24. But on the 18th of October, which was two days before I, I came across this uh, this Twitter thing, there was a virus simulation in New York, and this called it Event 201.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But I tell you, it's not even Event 201. That's how they refer to it. But if you look at the logo of it, it's Event 2 and then the the round globe and a 1. It's Event 21. It's Agenda 21. That's what. But they don't say that. It went Event 201. Right. Anyway, at this, uh, it was at a, a very a nice hotel in New York. And there was 15 participants. And they had a virus simulation where they played out. The exact scenario of the coronavirus that we are now seeing. You can go in, you check it out, you go in and you Google event 201 in New York, you will see it. They even even got like high high highlights, uh, real, you know, from this this event, and you will see it's exactly they are practicing exactly what is then carried out. You have and it's the coronavirus that was mm-hmm. unknown until then they say mm-hmm. uh, uh until the first of january which when it, when we found out about it mm-hmm. that 's the exact thing that they're playing out there they they got like even fake news in this simulation, they call it g n n instead of c n n the whole shebang is there, and with with the the maps and the evaluation in the end sixty five million dead and so on so pretty goddamn amazing that they were able to go through a simulation which is also like a practice run of the identical thing that the world have experienced from January the 1st and onwards so down to the name ole down to the freaking name i know i know it's like what are the ch- it's like you have like al Capone and you you make a you you know you you hit Al Capone's home, and you find plans of um, the biggest heist ever, you know, like, uh, let's say, against the Bank of England, you know, and then uh, it goes down a few months later, identical to the plans, and you say, no, had nothing to do with each other. (laughs) It's what what are the chances? So who financed this whole thing? Who financed it? It was the Johns Hopkins uh, Bloomberg uh, School of Health or whatever it's called, Johns Hopkins. That is also where now we're being fed all of the numbers that you see in media. Most of them comes from Johns
0: Hopkins. That's oh, true. That's okay. true. I, I didn't even put that together. They have that that tracker that everybody's pushing. It's the John Hopkins tra- tracker. So everybody goes there to get their information. Go ahead, Ole.
1: Yeah, but what information? That's what I'm saying. So, okay, right. I would say... Anyone part of a simulation, that would be like saying, well, I got the numbers from Al Capone. So they have to be correct because, of course, you cannot trust someone who was part of an identical thing being played out months before it actually even existed. Anyway, so another one is the World Economic Forum. Well, that sounds very nice. What is it? Nobody knows, hardly. So the World Economic Forum has a meeting, just like the Bilderberg Group, once a year in a tiny little place called Davos in Switzerland. That's about, um, I think there's about 11,000 people living there. There were 1,500 private jets last time they had a conference. And so private jet, that means people with a lot of dough. Who are they that is the question. Who were there? And many of the key people in, in the so-called elite are part of this Econ- World Economic Forum. I think even Greta was there. Greta, Mrs. or oh, Miss... Um, How dare you? Well, I'm not going to go there. But, I mean, if you believe in Greta, I'm very sorry to, <laughs> to crush your illusion. Nothing wrong with her. But if you see the whole machine behind it, her, it's like unreal. It's totally George Soros and the New World Order. So anyway, and she's built on the character of Pippi Longstocking. That's the same with the, the the whole shebang. Anyway, so the World Economic Forum was there. And the way they keep normal people out of there is not censored in any way. No, no, no. It's just that the entrance ticket, the cheapest ones are $100,000. So... Would you be able to afford it? I don't think so. Would I? I don't think so either. So it's not censored. It's not secret like the Bilderberg meeting used to be. Absolutely not. It's just that, ah, oh, sorry, you can't enter right. because you don't have a ticket. So it's a very clever way of doing it. Anyway, so it's uh, it was uh, the Johns Hopkins Hospital, and then we had the World Economic Forum, which are now the ones that are pumping out about what's going on in the world. They have the whole thing you can even go into their website. It's scary as hell, and it's the whole agenda 2030, where you know AI and uh, smart cities and total destruction of everything, a new industrial era, but without people more or less. And then we had Bill and Melinda Gates. No, yes, they were also there, and for anyone, uh, really. You know, Liking Bill and Melinda Gates, sorry to bring the, be the bringer of bad news. The words are beautiful, absolute, but look at the actions. Look at what is happening with all of these vaccinations in all of these different countries where there are so many people being damaged and dying and where they're being sued for millions and millions and millions, where it goes under this beautiful cover of charity, Oh, he's he's so generous. He's given like millions of charities into vaccination. Listen to his TED talks. What is he saying? He's saying in one of the most famous one, he's saying we have a problem. There's too many of us in this world. Yeah. Okay. One of the one of the solutions of too many of us being alive are the vaccines. He said they're there to save lives. How can you solve a problem if there's too many of us and the solution is vaccines that would make it even more? There would be more of us surviving. No, it's part of the depopulation eugenics program. That is what it is, but with a very nice cover. And so Bill and Melinda Gates, at the very same time as this whole thing was being carried out, a whole series called The Pandemic, I think it's called, on Netflix Pandemic, I think the name right, of it. Right. And who's funding it? Bill and Melinda Gates. Who's the hero in the whole thing? Bill Gates. So, I mean, t- I, I know documentary makers. I mean, if you got billions, what, do you, what kind of documentary do you want me to make? I want, do you want it pro or against or about this or that? If, you, if I fund a documentary, I can make myself look out like a Superman or a total loser. It's not difficult. And here you have somebody with a lot of money. So, but John and Mil- uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, we have this whole thing. Also, the patent of the virus, coronavirus, COVID-19, there's a patent. Okay. So who can get a patent? Is that the one who discovers something? No. A patent is from an invention. You have to come up with something unique to be able to get a patent. So, the Ebola has been patented. Zika virus was patented in 1947, SARS, Mars and now the corona. They're patented, meaning they're created in laboratories. That's the truth. So who owns the patent? Well, it's a it's an institute west of some 30 miles west of London. It's called Woking and the institute is called Purbright Institute. And it's named after Lord Perbright, who is a relative to the Rothschilds, who was very much into eugenics. Anyway, so they, uh, the, the the patent of this coronavirus was from 2015, the first, and then it was upgraded 2018, I believe. And who just happened to fund, I uh, with about, I think it was $9 million, just like less than a year ago, Bill and Melinda Cates, who are now also the ones that are producing the test kit that you can buy for now. I think it's $300 or more. There are also, I mean, really, I get a serious headache when I talk about these things, especially when people are so gullible and believing the official story without checking out the facts behind the scenes. So Um, at the very same time, Billy, there was on the 18th of October when this whole um, when this whole uh, simulation took place. And by the way, there were 15 players. They call them players in this simulation. And in this simulation, it was South America that was the epicenter of this pandemic. So, was there any people from South America, any experts, any no, no, none, none? But there was one. Super, super skilled person with virus and biological things like that, a Chinese professor.
0: Oh.
1: So, on the 18th of uh, October, the very same day, there was the World Military Games in Wuhan, China. Okay, so Wuhan, China, is not just anywhere. That is the place where this whole epidemic started. So, at the very exact same day as the simulation was, the World Military Games took place in Wuhan, China. That is a United Nations uh, thing that was created in 1947 and has been carried on ever since that. Many several of the sponsors that around this whole thing this year's uh, 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 event were people that were involved with the uh, Clinton Foundation as well, which we've seen is super corrupt as well. So anyway, there was military uh, staff from 103 nations, 103 or 110, depending on who you believe, but there was about 10,000 military people in Wuhan from the United Nations. In Wuhan, the exact center where this epidemic started okay so i say or i'm speculating now but what if what if it was meant these drills are almost always there a few days before it happens because that's when they practice that when they prepare and then, boom, they go live a few days later. That's standard. The day after, sometimes even like when the Oslo uh, government uh, building was blown blown up, the drill ended 13 minutes. The drill that was identical to what went down ended 13 minutes before the explosion. What are the chances? The London bombings, it was there was a drill, ongoing drill that suddenly went live. Boom. What are the chances? The exact same substation subway station and so on. And here so on the eighteenth, is it possible that the date had this not been stopped with these thirty-nine coordinated attacks, that the idea was that the the virus would have been let loose on the twenty-third of October. At the same time as 39 coordinated attacks, a nuclear power plant, a meltdown in Sweden, the, the harbor of Rotterdam blown up, blown to smithereens, creating may, uh, famine in Europe, and this epidemic starting at this very same time. We're talking within a five day uh, span. Is it possible that these were coordinated? And if Wuhan is not just any place, Wuhan is the center in China that is famous for being rebellious. They hate governments and they they're doing it's like the place in China that stands up against these things. So what was it just a a coincidence that that was the place where they rolled out 5G the year before? There's more than 10,000 base stations in Wuhan. And then this happened there. And now they say that the symptoms of 5G is the exact same symptoms as the virus. What do you think, Billy? Are we talking about coincidences or are we talking about a plan that could have been so much worse had this whole thing been taking place at the same time? I mean, can you imagine a world if that had happened
0: at the, at the exact same date? You know what, I think that they, you know, I don't believe in coincidences and I know you know that, right? I, I don't believe in coincidences. Uh, right before, um, a few days after I should say, uh, Event 201 or Event 21, like you said, I've ne- I never even looked at it that way, Um, took place here in New York City. We had um <clears throat> a conference, the first conference we ever did here in New York. It was a Crow Triple Seven was here. Mark Devlin from the UK came over. Uh, Jason Lindgren, John Brissom, and Wayne McCroy, and we mm-hmm. we had just done that here, and we looked at that as a victory. You know, we were we were very happy about it. It was very well attended. Little did we know. Little did we know what we were in for. You know, and it, and it was taking place right here in our backyard. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and um, I, I believe that um, you know the first reported case was I think December thirty first, or that that was the first time that China reported it to the world, quote unquote. But I think it's been around for a little bit longer than that. You know what I mean? And, and uh, as far as Bill and Melinda Gates goes, you can't trust them as far as you can throw them. They've been, uh, they've been um, instrumental in, in this vaccine agenda throughout the world for a while now. right? And for them to be behind the event 201, it has to raise some eyebrows. It has to. It has to. You have to look at that direction. I just heard Bill Gates on uh, CNN talking. Uh, why I watch CNN, I don't know. I, I just put it on sometimes because I'm a glutton for punishment. But um, he was on there talking, and he called for literally the, a, a nationwide lockdown for at least two months, I think. You know, these people are openly talking about this sort of stuff. They, they want to keep people under their thumb, and they make it seem as if they're the ones that are trying to help. It's the, it's the playbook is there, you know, and, and now what concerns me, and I said this beforehand on the show a few weeks ago when this thing, when this thing was really hitting the fan, you know, regardless of what you think of the virus, and I want to know what you think about the virus, right, but regardless of, about what we think about it, it's the government reaction that we need to look at and we need to really keep our eye on because it has the potential and I think it's already overshot anything that the virus could do to humanity. All right. And that's not saying that this virus uh, isn't deadly. I want to get some of your thoughts on that, too. Um, in particular, I don't know if you're aware, but but uh, uh, China has been running some uh, some some tests. And it's a very small uh, pool of um, of of the people that have been tested and it hasn't been peer reviewed or anything like that. But 50 percent. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, it's mostly attacking men. Right. The 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 uh the coronavirus over there but apparently some of these people had 50% less testosterone in their body after the fact after they've recovered from covid-19 50% less testosterone and that fits right in with the with the eugenics agenda that these people have been trying to push for a long time so i i, I want to get your thoughts on that what do you think about this 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 virus do you think i mean i you and i i think agree I know because you just said it, that this is a genetically engineered thing. This is not natural. Where it came out of is up for debate, but this is not a natural thing, in my opinion, and in yours. Um, But how deadly do you think this thing is? And what have we been told? Do you think, what is the truth according to you? And what have we been told that are lies? Go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First of all,
0: there there is, I'm
1: absolutely not an expert on viruses, but there is uh, right. one thing that is important to understand is that bacteria and fungus you can kill. They are alive organisms. A virus is not alive. It's not alive. It can infect, but it's not alive. So you cannot kill it with antibiotics. You cannot kill it with uh, you know, disinfectant or stuff like that. So, the whole thing about this with your hands and absolute bullshit, the face mask doesn't do any good. I mean, it leaks in and out. You need to, like, have a real gas mask on if it should have any kind of uh, effect. But the, 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 I mean, the genius of this whole thing is, I believe, is they have managed, I think, for this whole mayhem to start without even letting the virus out there. I don't think... I, I tell you, I would wow. be happy to fly to China now. I think the flights are pretty cheap. Without <laughs> a gas mask, without anything, I would be happy to go there because I believe that there's a whole different agenda going on. But we Ooh. are at a point here, I've never ever seen it like this before. It's like, up until now, the most people have been wandering around like in a fog you know, in a forest, in a fog, and you you don't see clearly and boom, you walk into a tree. Oh, my God, that hurts. And, and what was that? And we, was Confusion. But now, thanks to a lot of truth seekers out there, this fog has lifted more and more and more and more is coming out very clearly. And it's almost like the world is at a crossroad where you have the world of absolute fiction and lies and propaganda run by super psychopaths and um uh, the so-called elite, very dark forces. Or you have the truth, transparency, love, compassion there. And there's there used to be a lot of gray zones where you sort of like I can't really find my way. Now it's diamond. I mean it's totally opposite. So it's like The lies we're being fed are so big, and the truth is so amazing. So it's like the virus. The virus have the exact same symptoms as a normal flu. That is genius when you think of it. Okay, so the first symptoms is a mild flu. What what time of year did it happen? It was on the 31st of December, just like you said, at the evening, just before midnight. And then a massive operation started. Uh, I forgot the name of it now. The Swedish one is total. It uh, doesn't matter. But what are the chances that right at the boom, 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 night, uh, New Year's Eve, right. we have the first days. And then the whole thing. And I've had in different patents, it's rolled out. It's from January the 1st. And then we'll have an evalu- evaluation on jan- January the 1st. 2021 anyway so the symptoms are first uh, like a mild flu and we're talking flu season so and the serious ones uh, severe symptoms of this coronavirus is pneumonia okay fair enough so you look at on a normal year mainland China Without the coronavirus, there are somewhere between 2.8 and 17 million deaths of pneumonia. So just take away the normal deaths and instead of calling it pneumonia, just call it corona. And now when you see the World Health Organization, the the death certificate certificate, Um, templates that are being sent out. It's like anything that could be or is thought to be or suspected of being connected to corona should be labeled corona. Okay, that's one. So you have all of... You can blame... If you control the numbers, you can have up to 17 million deaths in just China saying, well, it's, it's the corona when it's actually possibly just pneumonia. So here we have now... These tests are being sent out. I've been asking, how do they manage to see who has got corona and who has got a mild flu? And they, to start with, I, I could not find any real um, way of the doctor saying, well, we don't know, we don't know. We're, we're testing, but we don't know what to test for. And some tests were looking for like polarized glass in the lungs. What? I mean that was a, that was one of the tests was looking for pulverized glass like glass weird in the lungs. I mean what is that now they have new test kits, and Bill and Melinda Gates have so generously been there also Israel of all countries are working hard, <laughs> and they say that they have won very very shortly that's so kind of them, and amazing that it just came from there so <laughs> now there they are test kits that are out there. Now it shows that I think it's up to 70% of them are showing wrong, that the people who are, are healthy and fine are being po- uh, labeled positive. The tests are not, that's the Daily Telegraph in, in London that came out with this story saying you cannot trust these. And uh, I know Spain returned a massive amount of uh, test back to China because they were not they were malfunctioning so who can really say it's a flu no it's the corona it's the, so where does these numbers come from Johns Hopkins Hospital one of them are just pumping with these numbers and you look at the website I'm a programmer I'm I used to work as a programmer I can put in you know things that add numbers like this and freak me out oh my god the world is going under. You also have the CDC in Atlanta, Georgia. That is the Center for Disease Control. So that is where many, many of these numbers are coming from. And the whole world is saying, what is the CDC saying? OK, so the CDC was created in 1947, I believe. It was the same exact same year when Operation Paperclip uh it's the same time, 46 and 47, when Operation Paperclip was taking place, where a lot of high level scientists and um, very skilled people in all ways of weaponized uh, military intelligence, bioweapons, you name it, from Nazi Germany, was taken out through the red lines, coordinated by the Vatican, and pumped into. The U.S. and South America, where many of these people, like Werner von Braun, was part of building up NASA, which I think if people have started looking into NASA really deeply, you will see, well, not a lot of truth coming out from that one. (laughs) Then it was at the exact same time when OSS was uh, being upgraded into the CIA. And with the help of people, German intelligence people like Reinhard Gehlen, uh, they were building up the CIA into what it is now and also creating Gladio, uh, which is a ghost army. Gladio is very, very important to become aware of in um, all the uh, NATO countries. Uh, Reinhard Gehlen, who worked closely with William Colby, later the director of the CIA, and many other high-level. Also, uh, they were part of... um, It was Reinhard Gehlen and one of uh, Hitler's former bodyguards that actually uh, assassinated uh, Nikola Tesla and stole uh, these his secret and his inventions that was then integrated into the CIA and the whole dark, uh, what you uh, want to call it. Anyway, so you have NASA, you have uh, OSS turning into CIA, and at the very same time, you had also the World uh, Military Games was created that year, and then you have CDC center for disease control and some of the first people that were working there were nazi bioweapon scientists or be- very skilled people in this area with viruses and all kinds of the uh, warfare you name it horror stuff horror stuff so that center for disease control has then become the center of the world's attention when it comes to these things so that's fantastic if they're who they say they are but They have been the owners of the patents of many of these pandemics that have been started, like, for instance, the Zika virus. Who is the owner of the patent for the Zika virus? CDC in Atlanta, Georgia. You can even buy it online. You can also buy the Corona. But I think it's 340 euros or dollars, wow. and you can get a tiny little bottle of the coronavirus. That's great. Wow. I mean, especially when it comes up like, oh, now it's hit healthy. It? Yeah, but there are different strains of the corona, and there's different. Okay, could be. But the CDC is so connected to the vaccine industry, vaccination industry, you know, and it's almost like a rotating door where one of some of the key people, the top people in the CDC, They leave the company, then they have to wait for one year, and then they get a top uh, position within the vaccination industry that are making absolute fortunes on pumping us with all kinds of bizarre stuff that really makes us very, very sick or kill us. I can tell you that. So if you trust the CDC, please go into their governmental. It's just as governmental as the Federal Reserve Bank. That is not, has nothing to government. It's just, that's what is called federal. It's just a name. It's a privately owned, very super criminal institution. Here we have the CDC, looks very governmental. It's not. It's connected, once again, to these big, um, I would call it uh, the medical industrial complex. We have the military industrial complex. We have the medical industrial right. complex. Same, same players. Many of them, also the prison industrial complex, same players. So the CDC, if you trust that, please go to their website. It's called cdc.gov. They even have a section for zombies. I kid you not, for zombies. They have like big posters warning about how you should do in the apocalypse and how to deal with zombies. I mean, can what is that? On the CDC website. Yeah. Wow, I'm going to go check that out. Go ahead. Please do. Please do. It's incredible. Anyway, so the numbers come from the CDC. And who was at the simulation thing in New York? Well, there were people from the CDC from China, which is a sister organization of CDC in Georgia. So the numbers from China and CDC and Atlanta, Georgia, I bet you are coordinated. And then you have from John Hopkins Hospital. So these numbers... That we are seeing. Oh my God, we have like sixty thousand dead here, and and we have so many dead there, and we have so many dead there. Show me one. Yeah, but I saw on, I saw here on Spanish TV that there's so many dead that they have to they've taken over a hockey rink, you know, so that they can they can keep the bodies on ice. Okay, I've seen the hockey rink, but it's just caught enough. There's no people there. Yeah, but they had like a big trailer truck, you know, like a big truck, a refrigerator truck because of all the bodies. Well, what I saw was a truck with a refrigerator (laughs) truck reversing up to the ice hockey rink and parked it there. So what did I actually see? I saw a truck and a hockey rink. And then you had the headlines, so many dead. I I have an insider on Facebook, censorship Facebook, that are shutting down people like myself all the time. But this is a a person with high integrity, fantastic to have. This individual says that there are no photos of relatives or people who have died of corona in anywhere, anywhere. Why are there not like hundreds of thousands of photos of, oh, my father just died. Oh, my mother just died. I want to celebrate her memory. I, there's nothing, nothing, just the numbers. Then you have, you have like, you live in New York, where that's the, there's a hospital there called, uh, I forgot it, but that's the epicenter of the epi 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 epicenter of this whole thing so you would think that oh my god there would be a lot of activity activity i have i worked together with jason goodman he's been walking around there that hospital is more or less empty but there is a big tent outside you know it looks very official and uh, horrible and then parked ambulances but there's no one there so i, I, think I, I the he's Umhurst been the hospital
0: in queens that you're talking about
1: then the, I bet you if you go out there, there should be a lot of sirens going up and down the streets, ambulances going up. It will be quiet. Listen out the window. I guarantee you, you, it will be quiet. How can I say that? Because I have from eight different locations in the U.S., people that have gone to hospitals that are in the media saying, oh, my God, we overloaded. There are dead people everywhere. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Then you go there yourself empty, yeah. there's nothing there they're just empty, I have from Germany, three different hospitals in Germany I got one from Finland I got in Sweden, like uh, there's these military tents outside, but not nothing I have got from Japan I got from Hawaii I got from well and all of them, Italy I have from I don't know but I mean all of them are saying the same thing. This is England as well. This is so weird. There's no one here.
0: Well, I'll tell you but this, there- Ole. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, just to give you a, a view of here in New York, right? And I, I've been to, um, there's, a, there's a hospital not far from me, and I go jogging, and it was supposed to be, you know, overflowing with people. There's no one there, you know, and and, uh, and I've taken pictures of it. Like when when I ran up to it, uh, it looked like an abandoned building because it was so calm, right? Um, uh, there's another hospital in the city, in in Manhattan, uh, Lenox Hill Hospital, that uh, uh, unfortunately some of my family members had to go to. And um, I asked for, you know, for something, for some feedback. It was like a Sunday afternoon. There's nothing going on. And, and I mean, there are people in the ICU. Now, this is typical in New York. There's always people in the ICU. There weren't anybody on, on ventilators. We didn't see that. But um, there were people there. But there's no, connect, there's no real reason to think they're all coronavirus people. Now, the, the thing here in New York is the media has made it out to be a war zone. They're using words like war zone and overflowing. And it's simply mm-hmm. not the case. It's simply not the case. They're painting this picture to scare the hell out of people. And if I didn't Mm -hmm. see it with my own eyes, I don't know if I'd have believed it. But it's simply not the case. And and Ole, I'm going to go ahead and send you some of the stuff that I have. From my own personal, my own personal uh, um, uh, uh, taping, taping, Mm videotaping. I just don't see these things happening here, right? Now, I will tell you this. I do know of people that have the coronavirus, right? Or that have tested positive for something that they call the coronavirus. Let's put that out there like that. There, right. There you go. Right. That's more correct. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I do know of, God bless, one person that has passed away. Not 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 related to me, but, but somebody that's close to me, it's related to them. God bless. Okay, can I, can right, I ask right, you right, a right, Sure, can. go ahead, go ahead.
1: I'll jump back on I would, go su- ahead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would suggest that that person would have been above sixty five upwards or sick of something else right or it's very very, very young
0: yeah it's it, they were in their fifties, and uh th- it's very possible there were underlying conditions that's just the way these things go right even even to admitted, admitted a mainstream science right, even though there are younger people getting sick, but they typically beat it now Let me tell you one more thing before i let you uh, I let you continue going down the road. It's very possible that I may have had this thing, okay? Like, I mean, it's like everyone in New York, not everyone, of course, I'm I'm generalizing here, but a good amount of people were coughing, were getting sick at around the same time. Ole, I never get sick, all right? I I mean, I, I have little colds here and there, stuff like that, but I never get a fever. It's been years. I had a fever, I had body aches, I had chills, it was slight, and it didn't last for too long. I kicked it very quickly, like two, three days. I'm still a bit congested. But um, it's, it's very possible that I may have had whatever they, they spread out there. you know. So there is something going on, but it's being hyped up to a level that's out of control, and you're spot on about the hospitals, and I get a lot of pushback. I'm going to have some doctors on soon. I'm going to send you that because I get a lot of pushback from people telling me that, uh, well, the reason that these hospitals aren't overflowing is because there's no traffic on the streets and people aren't allowed to go to the hospitals for anything that's not super serious and stuff like that. Well, that makes sense, but in theory, it's supposed to be coronavirus people that are overflowing the, these, uh, these hospitals, not everybody else. That's why everybody's told to stay home, right? And that is not the case. So you're, I can tell you, and I can tell the audience from my personal experience, The majority of these hospitals are not overflowing with people. That's just it. Go ahead, Ole. Take the floor.
1: I mean, to use words like war zone, isn't that pretty, pretty serious wording? I mean, a war zone and then you have a possible person that is coughing. I mean, the thing is, if you take away the information flow and you just look out the window how many dead people do you see out there? You live right in right. the middle of this war right. zone. You should see people stumbling all over. The, you should hear sirens going up and down and ambulances and people suffering, you know, and, and coughing blood or whatever. You know, you see, I can guarantee you there's nothing. Yeah, there is nothing. So there's something very wrong with the official um the the official narrative and what we see on the street level. That's what I'm saying. With it's like there's no gray zone anymore. It's either superlized or not. So also I have a, a monthly newsletter on my website, lightonconspiracies.com. And in that I show, I try to show a lot of these things about uh, you know, where you can see for yourself. And there's like a, a lot of footage I found that is circulating, and in inter, international media, the thing, the good thing I think from with me is that I'm all over the world instead of just being in the states or in Spain or whatever. And here, for instance, we have the exact same footage from Italy, where you know the doctors are, are fighting with or trying to save someone. The exact same footage. It says Italy, blah 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 blah. Then it said. In the, the U.S., it's used in the mm-hmm. U.S., it's right. used other places as well. The exact same footage. And and uh, have we talked, we've spoken about the shoes, haven't we?
0: Yeah, we oh, definitely oh, have in I'm, past episodes for sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, these shoes, the shoes, the shoes, you know. And you have from, from New York, I can send you the clip afterwards, there's like, uh, from uh, somewhere in, in New York, and they, there's this nurse, I think, that is filming while walking. She says, all these people, all these feet are suffering from Corona. <laughs> all of these feet are suffering from Corona. It's like, what? So something big is going on. That is for Sure. So what is it? And I mean, you look at uh, a virus, it's fantastic. It, does. it will hit across borders, so you don't have to sort of, uh, you can use it everywhere. There's no language barrier. A virus is also anonymous. It can hit anyone, so you won't be able to spot any political agenda or military agenda behind it. And so, so it's, it's a very efficient weapon if it can be used against us in a properly, proper way my question is why are they using military you know send out medical stuff but here we're talking about raising military uh, uh, presence in the streets and this and that and that so it's either very very bad or something really 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 interesting is going on here as well i i want to go back in time as well in april Uh, last year 2019 madonna had a uh, stage performance at an event it's the biggest tv event in europe it's called the eurovision song contest it is i think there's like 180 million people looking at it every year and it's uh, artists from every european country that comes together and they compete about the best song of the year okay that is european what did madonna do there Uh, normally no one from the outside would be allowed in. I mean, from the States, she has no, okay, maybe she lives in Portugal at times. I don't know. But anyway, so it was in Tel Aviv, Israel, interesting location. And there she performed, I mean, oh, my God, the (laughs) most sinister. It was bizarre, I ask you. I can send you links, please have a look. It's a freemasonic ritual yeah. i mean on steroids right like it anybody. is so yeah. so so bizarre and and she's walking around uh, you know one eyed with a big cross and 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 um, uh, it's like eyes wide shot on steroids once again it's bizarre, 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 and in it. She's the dancers around her are with gas masks. They look like like animals with gas masks, and she's walking around with a mantra, almost like not everyone is coming to the future, not everyone has learned from the past, not everyone is le- is coming to the future. And then wake up, Jesus. wake up! I, it's it's Holy unbelievable. On Unbe- I cannot exaggerate how bad it is and anyway that was in april and then almost 200 days later boom this happened event 201, i don't know but anyway uh, i would say that there's a very strong connection from there to there because also when uh, she released her album after that called madam x and on the on the back cover of that album i mean that the whole thing you know madonna when you look through her career it's so freemasonic on her on her like a jacket with the with a pyramid with yeah, the eye and I mean there's so many of them. And this album we call Madame X. Uh, she looks like a satanic boom boom like this, and her lips are sewn together like this. The back cover very of, hands in black clubs, riding on a typewriter, and the, the, the brand of the typewriter is Corona.
0: Of course.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Uh, when all of this whole thing started you have another one is Tom Hanks his Twitter account my God what is up it is so bizarre we're back to the shoes I mean he and also connected to Pizzagate his tweets are so bizarre almost all of it is just a shoe lying there or a child's shoe or child's sock or something like that very 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 strange and also, if you remember in Pizzagate, Oprah, of all people, I really like Oprah, but there, there are more and more things coming around that she might not really be who I believe she was. Anyway, there was this tweet on, uh, that Oprah did where uh, where she and Gail, her girlfriend, are standing in the back and then Tom Hanks is there, very pale. It looks like almost he had like a black eye and then he holding up a, a piece of note that says, I'm not allowed to, to say anything. Very very well, bizarre, weird stuff, weird stuff. Yeah. and then on after this whole thing, both Madonna and Tom Hanks on the very same day made a tweet where both of them were writing on typewriters on where it, the brand is Corona and uh, and also um, Tom Hanks is saying that because Tom Hanks was the first one in Hollywood who came down with Corona in Australia, they say. And uh, he and his wife were both uh, infected. And then they have his his son, Chet, is uh, being interviewed. And he's lying there, no shirt on, all tattooed uh, (laughs) to his upper body. And what is the tattoo? It's the pyramid with the all-seeing eye right on his chest like that. He's lying like this. It's half the the image on on your screen is that tattoo with the all-seeing eye and the pyramid. And... uh, Anyway, he also says that he and his wife, uh, they're spending the time in quarantine playing uh, Gin Rummy, and she is 201 points ahead. Yeah. Event 201. Here we have 201 points. I mean, there's something bizarre going on. So
0: Um, Either it's a giant trolling operation or something is up. Either way, it's not a good thing, man. Um, These celebrities are always doing something that's weird as hell. I don't understand it. Uh, corona typewriters that these people are billionaires but madonna is if not close to a billionaire she has to be she has to be around there right it's one of the the biggest pop stars of all time tom hanks very very similar one of the biggest actors of all time what are they doing with typewriters in 2020 i find that very hard to believe and uh and they're they have the same brand and they tweet about it, like, come on, like, you know, <laughs> at this point, you just have to start, you know, uh, thinking about things and uh, why these people would do such things. There's no such things as coincidences, in my opinion. And Corona's out there like that. Um, Ole, I want to get your thoughts. I, I want to get a view of Spain before we get out of here. And I know your view is very different from the rest of the country, but you're there. So I, I want to get perspective because... It's lockdown. Right. So I want to I want to talk about the government reaction, because this is what I think is is crucial. And in the long term, and we we, we may have some repercussions in the long term with this virus. We cannot we cannot rule that out. But in the long term, it's the government and the technocrats and the military industrial complex. Hey, the United States is getting ready to uh, or they've already sent the fleet of, of the Navy to Venezuela. Right now, all right, that's their priority. This is what they're doing during the coronavirus. Okay, so we got to keep in mind what's going, what's what's uh, moving forward as a result of all of this. What's the government reaction in Spain? What does it look like?
1: It's very similar to all the other countries, but that's also you have to look at Agenda 2030, Agenda 21. Exactly, there's more than 150 people that have signed that absolute. that plan of madness that was created by Morris Strong, very connected up in the elite, and Gro Harlem Brundtland. These were the two, the former prime minister of Norway, very involved in the mass shooting in in Norway. These are key players that have formulated this. And when you go through, please look into Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. It's absolute madness. It's very nicely worded, but... Oh my God, we're looking at the brand new world, uh, 1984. That is the end game. Smart cities where we are totally controlled everything is just uh, spooky, spooky, spooky. So here we have the new president of Spain and in the background, Agenda 2030. Every time he stands up and says some Agenda 2030. So, how have they coordinated this whole thing? I don't know. You have to give it to them. Fantastic. I've never yes. seen anything like it. So, what is going on here, it's day 19 of quarantine here in Spain. We are shut down. If I go out for a walk or run, I can be fined $1,500. If we are more than one person in the car, we can be stopped and fined $1,500. Mm. Uh, the supermarkets, we're, everything is shut down, everything except uh, supermarkets uh, tobacco stores. <laughs> they love their tobacco. <laughs> and, and it's, essential. it's essential. It's essential. I, you have, and then if you, you're allowed to walk your dog, but you have to be able to show that it's your dog because people have started uh, borrowing dogs from other people. And if you do shopping, you have to be able to show the receipt that this is shopping from now, not yesterday. And so it's like wow. I... I we we sold a gas stove yesterday, and it was more or less one of the first time I was out driving, and I was driving just like two kilometers down the road to another supermarket, the parking there, and I was like, on the way there, I was thinking, what am I going to say if I'm, I'm going to be stopped, because you're only allowed to go to the nearest supermarket, so why am I here, it's like bizarre, and and then we came there. It was like a drug deal going down. You know, I had the, the heater in the back and and a gas bottle. You know, I was like, I parked there first. I was checking the surroundings. He came up, parked some meters away. You know, we looked at each other. Is it you? Yes. <laughs> Have you got the money? Yes, I got the money. <laughs> I went out first, put it out there. Then I went into the car. Then he went out. So we went out together at the same time. I mean, it's... It's bizarre. So how are we controlled by ourselves? You know, because we've been locked in here. We don't know why are we locked in. I would say very possibly for a 5G rollout, that that's why they don't want us here in, in the streets. And that is bad news. Bad, 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 bad news if that happens. And New York is big time on the way. So anyway... The thing is, they say things. They say you had to stay inside, and we say okay, and everybody goes inside. Not a protest, no, nothing, because it's a virus. Had the government said you had to go inside because I tell you so, we would say well fuck you, and we would have just neglected it. So it's like really clever. So now everybody is policing each other, and and if you don't wear gasma um, a face mask, um, you allowed we allowed one. In at a time in the supermarket, do you know. So if I and my daughter walks over there, we have to sort of like um, pretend that we don't know each other. We go in through different entrances and then we meet inside, but we sort of we don't really talk to each other because then we get the stereotypes. Like, do you know each other? Oh, I God. mean, it's like it's like a s- bizarre cyber thing. So, and, and people are saying the military are here. Well, okay, it's said that now the military is control over the police. And I did not feel comfortable with that in the beginning. I mean, I have a rope hanger from the outside of this building, so I can get out that way. I've checked out alternative escape routes out of this uh, wow. town. Um, do you know, I have, um, um. yeah, because if it knocks on the door, you know, right. now, I don't know if – th- I've been told, but I'm not sure. I know for sure in Denmark that the police, if they hear a sneeze in there and they suspect you of having corona, they can break your door and, and pull you out. So it's like – that's like SWAT team things. So not comfortable for someone like me who have been really trying to be um, not right. the in favorite the
0: front yeah.
1: So – but I, I want to end this in a different way than we started, because now we've been talking about a lot of dark stuff. Right. And I get a lot of intel saying we're going down. This is the new world order full spectrum attack on all levels. It's, uh, you know, they're going to go for the digital money because the money is being the disease is spreading through cash money. Uh, it's the one world order, one World Army, the U.S., NATO, and the United Nations troop are in one world army now to fight the virus, but actually they're joining these forces to control us, not to protect us. It's the whole thing not good. And it seems also like a whole big part of this is to be able to roll out the 5G agenda very, very fast, and this is also what they can do when we're not out in the street, because once the 5G um, technology is in place, we are screwed. i tell you that one, because that is, it's not 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G, and then, wow, great, I can download a movie in 2.3 seconds, 5G. That is military, military-grade uh, technology It's right underneath what is being labeled military grade, but that is the way into smart cities and a digital controlled grid where I don't think we can get out of, where a- AI, artificial intelligence, is controlling it. So bad news, bad news, bad news, if that happens. But it has not happened yet. And also the f- symptoms, I think, also of 5G is when they hit you with 5G you get the exact same symptoms as a flu. You get snotty nose, you feel, you know, it's because it's it's affecting the the uh, water cells, uh, the, the body cells and, and the, the the fluids in your body, you know. It's millimeter waves, so it affects you really bad. So you think that you're overheating, that you're sort of like you're having a fever, that you're having a cold, that you're... It's the exact same symptoms. So it's... Ex- Fantastic. I mean, every single time you feel 5G effect, they would say, oh, it's corona. Boom. And you will just be in quarantine or whatever they're going to do with you. It's that. That's bad news, all of it. Or I get this intel from other sources. And, and these are very, very incredibly optimistic things about this whole thing. F- world coming to an absolute standstill, which has, I mean, if you had told me a few months ago, this is what is going to happen, I would say that's impossible. You can never get a global population to agree on staying indoors or stop polluting or just come to a standstill. I mean, it has never happened before. And now we're right in the middle of it. I mean, I'm in a soap bubble here where everything is calm. Everything is just calm. So, there are a lot of intel coming about mass arrests. There's of the dark forces, the corrupt uh, individuals in government in many different areas. Also, uh, mass arrests of people in pedophile networks, of people that have been heavily involved in corruption. And many, you have to say that there many, many uh, key or high level. Uh, individuals are coming down with the corona and have now disappeared from the public arena because of the corona. Many actors and politicians, prime ministers, have just, oh, sorry, got the corona. And they say, this is what I'm being told, that these individuals have been given the option, step forward saying, I've got corona, and then they're being taken away behind the scenes. And that there's been mass arrests in the thousands of these individuals that uh, also they're preparing for an internet shutdown of about 10 days. And the reason for seven to 10 days, the reason for that is to break the back of the Federal Reserve and to stop all of these illegal transfers that are being done all the time that we cannot control. But if the internet is shut down, that will stop because all of this is digital. So the idea with this would be to um, break the Federal Reserve, get us out of slavery, uh, release us out of debt. All the people that are in slavery, financial slavery, because of debt created out of thin air, when you look into how debt is created and money is created when it comes, it's out of thin air. It's it's really in the biggest hoax of all, and we live... I mean, when you look at the word mortgage, it means death cage in French. That is the name of... Uh, if you look at debt in Scandinavian language, it means guilt. Mm. So they, they really got us by the balls when it comes to this financial system. But anyway, that after uh, t- about 10 days, there will be a global reset of the financial situation. And at that time, the financial a system that would be started up, like rebooting a computer type, it would get rid of all the viruses, all the the just like with a computer, getting rid of everything that is not working in a divine order. And then the, the f- global finances will be based on or backed by gold, not just normal toilet paper that it is today, where you can just print as much as you want. And I've even seen the new dollar bills, like months ago, the design—I mean, that is not something you do overnight, just in Photoshop. That is, yeah, you, know, you got uh, Benjamin Franklin, you got uh, Washington, uh, JFK is on one of them, and Abraham Lincoln, and, and these, and that these were said to be. Uh, the plan was to have them released on Thanksgiving last year, but things happened, and I think maybe. I hope not, but maybe I, I was I was plan part of messing up or delaying it because of this stopping of this thirty nine day. I don't know, but anyway, I hope not. I hope not. But that would be amazing. I mean, if you free people of the debt that has been created by banks, and the way the banks. Uh, are able to lend you money is they only need to have 10%, I think it is, of the value that they lend to you, meaning that every time you lend money from a bank or anything, they can create 90% of the amount that they give to you out of thin air. It sounds, if you, have, if you don't know about it, it sounds like absolute madness. Please check it out for yourself. And there's a lot of very, very good documentaries. I think now that it's at zero percent.
0: Ole, actually, man, I think they did away with the ten percent now, here in the states. You're yeah. Are
1: you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, look at at that. I mean, what? Who can do things like that? Only criminals. And we have been ruled by super criminals for such a long time. So I can't wait for this reset. I mean, I am super positive and optimistic about this whole thing and uh, but anyway whatever is the future whatever is the truth i tell you one thing that will help you in all situation is calmness to be balanced to be fearless as or at have as little fear as possible and uh, because in whatever situation if you are fearful you will make bad decisions or at least you will make a lot better uh, decisions for you and your loved ones if you are in balance. I think we can agree on that. Very true. So whatever the situation, and also they want you fearful because it's only when you're shaking in your pants that we will accept their solutions. It's problem, reaction, solution over and over and over again. And they need you fearful. So every time you're being fed something that sounds scary, ask yourself, question one, Is it true? How do I know it's true? Because more or less every single time it comes through this black screen in front of you. I can tell you that it will not come from you looking out the window saying, oh, my God, it's so scary. No, it comes through this screen. And who controls what comes that way? So ask yourself, is it true? How do I know it's true? Have I seen it myself? Have I have I really seen it? Is there any way I can really check these sources? That's first question number two, and um, no, first, and number two is like, who benefits from me believing this? Who benefits from me becoming very afraid of this? And then see the solution. Problem, something happens. Very often, the dark ones are creating the problem. Whatever it is, mass shooting, virus, you name it. I've I've even mentioned virus every single time I say that. I I didn't think about that, a virus scare. (laughs) And then we have us going, oh, my God. And then they come with a solution. The solution every single time is you lose more and more of your liberties, your freedoms, more and more surveillance, more and more cameras, robocops in the streets, tanks, you name it. There, problem, reaction, solution. Here we have the virus once again. And uh, so the thing is, I think this is the end game. I really think that what we're seeing is the last desperate efforts of this dark empire that has been holding us in such a grip for such a long time. And now it's falling apart because people are becoming aware. Millions, I tell you, millions of people are waking up to this whole thing. And thank you for a thing like this that will make people say, hang on a second, there's something weird going on, and start looking away from mainstream and looking into things like this and saying, whoa, that makes a lot more sense, actually, and then go out and check for themselves, and they can see how come there's no sirens in the street. Why are there? It's said that I live here in Costa del Sol. There should be military blocks. There should be tanks in the street. There should be everything. There's nothing, nothing. But I'm officially in quarantine or house arrest, more or less, I can't go out. Says who? It's my mind that says, because I've been told, you will be fined 1,500 euros. Okay, so I'm too uh, well, too fond of my money to say it's not worth it. I don't have it. Anyway, so I stay indoors. I'm an obedient per individual. Instead of saying, says who? And just go out and be free. It's it. There's so much in the mind. you know. They can so like when stalin had his uh, uh, reign of terror you know they always made arrest in the night they came in the night and why it has it has been exposed now later on because the soldiers were so few and the population was massive so they had to do it in the night so people wouldn't wouldn't see how few they really were and then they managed to keep this reign of terror they were terrified of these soldiers these nightly visits Where if they just turn on the light and say, oh, my God, there are only three of them and we're like 400,000 in the cities. Why don't we just have a nice cup of coffee and not open the door? You know, so we're controlling ourselves. That's the thing. We're policing each other. People are phoning in and saying, I I saw somebody without a dog. I have videos here in Spain, you know, look, it's not his dog. We have to call the police. (laughs) It's like.
0: Somebody stole my dog and, and it has walked it. <laughs> they gave it back afterwards. I'm very, very upset about it. Um, Ole, man, listen, it, it's always a pleasure to have you on. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy you ended on the optimistic note. Listen, I would love for that to be true for the global reset. You and I will yes. have a conversation about <laughs> my thoughts about all that uh, very, very soon. But um, I will tell you this and um and i've said this many times before since this whole thing started one thing that you and i will completely agree on is that a lot of people are going to wake up as a result of this mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to wake up as a result of this and that's the silver lining as far as the reset goes if you want to sit back and wait i will suggest that you get active on your own don't sit back and wait for a plan don't sit back and wait for a savior you are the savior you save you let's do it together Let's do it together and we'll move forward. We're going to be fine. It's only a matter of time before we get out of this and they're going to take away a lot of our our liberties. But the more that the veil is lifted, the better off we will be. Mm -hmm. The more that we know the state of the human being on this planet, the better off we will be. Because ignorance might be bliss, but it's not natural. We are not meant to be ignorant. We are meant to know. And once we know... That is the ultimate weapon to move forward and actually free ourselves 100%. The mighty Ole Demogard, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here with us today on the Infinite Fringe. It's been a pleasure, my friend. I am so glad that you came on and blessed us with everything you've got going on, all your knowledge. You be good out there in Spain and, uh, and, and be the shining light that you are. Tell everybody where they can find you before we get out of there and give us your closing thoughts. Come on
1: okay my website is light on conspiracies.com that's plural conspiracies.com because there's quite a few of them i tell you that uh, <laughs> if you feel like it i'm extremely grateful for any kind of donations or if you sign up for my newsletter buy my books i've got multiple books in the shop uh, on my website as well and uh, I'm on Patreon. I've got a live show every Monday together with um, um, Jason Goodman in New York. We do a live show. And uh, it's patreon.com forward slash live on conspiracies. But I wanted to say that uh, in this time I've done, uh, like, my sweetheart and I, she came up with the idea, why don't we do, like, a 15-minute uh, video every day just This through this quarantine. We don't know. Is it one day? Is it going to be four years? We have no idea. But sort of like a diary, but also truthfully going through and saying, today I feel really bad. You know, I had horrible dreams or whatever. And then just share it with people. Who knows? Maybe it can help someone out there. And it's day 18, 19. And now we got like 600 subscribers from all over the world. We had no idea that it would spread. And people are saying that they feel so helped by it. So it's fantastic, you know, to to reach out to each other like this in difficult times so it's a kim's illusion you can find that kim's illusion or kim's solution no but it's kim's illusion uh check it out there and uh, also i would very much like to finish with a prayer if that's okay of course oh, i'm not. gonna do it away <laughs> uh, go ahead not really i'm not religious but it goes like this right May the entire universe be filled with peace and joy, love and light. May everyone, and especially the ones who hurt us, especially the ones who heard us, be filled with peace and joy, love and light. May the light of truth overcome all darkness. So victory to that light.
0: Beautiful. A beautiful prayer, just like he ends every show that we do here on The Infinite Fringe. Ole, blessings to you. We will see you again very soon. Have a feeling you'll be popping up over at America Unplugged on Iconic very, very soon. And I will uh, do my best to uh, stay in contact and bring you on and and uh, and uh, we can have conversations about uh, all this madness that is going on. But uh, listen, bottom line is we're getting out of this and uh, and I think we'll be better off for it. It always gets worse before it gets better, but it will get better. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Make sure you check out everything we got going on here on the Infinite Fringe On uh, Apple Podcast On uh, Podbeam We've been doing live episodes on Podbeam We've only done two I will announce them and I will let you know when we're doing them That way people can come Even though people do show up regardless Which is astonishing to me Um, And uh, Truth Frequency Radio We're over there, we're having some Technical difficulties uh, on the replays For the show So if you catch it live, you can catch uh, the show Otherwise, uh, right now Um we're having a bit of technical difficulties. I will start putting some of those on the infinitefringe.podbeam.com Everybody, be good, blessed, uh, good vibes. Let's stay positive and um, let's stay prepared, right? Let's stay prepared. Let's not take our eye off the ball. Let's see what's going on here. And um, I think we're going to be fine. Ole, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have you. Talk to you soon.
1: Talk to you soon. But before I go, right?
0: If if you start getting depressed or afraid.
1: See what you can do for someone else. You know, the first steps into depression is when you start thinking too much, I, am me, and mine. Mm-hmm. When the way out is to think, what can I do for someone else? What can I sell for service? And kindness is cool. i tell you that. So go, be good, do good, and let's get out of this
0: in a beautiful way. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Shouts to the Andrew Bello. He's a huge fan of Ole Demogarty. So um, I'm shouting him out right now. So, cause I know he'll be listening to the Infinite Fringe as a result. Alright, we'll talk to you soon. Ole, hold on.